Welcome everyone to episode, uh, well, zero. It's the zeroth episode of Question Fields. I am Brian Buchanan. And I'm Campbell McLaughlin. Um, yeah, so a bit of an intro episode, I guess, just to introduce ourselves and tell you guys what this podcast is going to be about and um, what you can expect further down the road. Yeah. And uh, yeah. get a, get a feel for us now, right? If you want, to, if you listen to this and you want to hop off the train, like this is this is the time to do it, right? No, uh, <laughs> do not listen ahead if you hate us. <laughs> yeah, maybe we just start, with, Campbell, with where we, you know, who we are and uh, where we're from. Yeah, cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm Brian Buchanan. I am a high school physics teacher from uh, New York, and. That is who I am and where I'm from. Campbell, what about you? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Campbell. I am a PhD student. I'm currently living in Sydney, uh, although I'm t- uh, Sydney, Australia, although I'm uh, doing my PhD from Cambridge in the UK. Uh, so um, I work on like um, things to do with quantum computing and also condensed matter physics. So um, the physics of uh, sort of what we call like mesoscale systems like they're not tiny they're not microscopic or well they are microscopic but they're they're not like super super nanoscale but they're also not macroscopic so they're they're sort of this weird halfway point and you get some interesting stuff happening there like um superconductivity for example and um so we're yeah we're using those sorts of systems to do um uh quantum computing but it's it's all uh theoretical so i'm not getting my hands dirty with um experiments and the real world <laughs> yet um, yet yet yeah <laughs> that's right so yeah that's that's what i do as my day job uh so to speak and um yeah very often just uh, bang my head against a desk um asking myself why this isn't working and uh, <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> yeah the joys of <a> phd <laughs> yeah so what is this show what is it about well i i've had this idea for a little while so i'm like i said high school physics teacher obviously i am s- I, at least a passing interest in physics, definitely, you know, probably more than that. Um, obviously, have not taken my physics part of my life as far as you have, and you know, but I stay, you know, I like to watch science physics YouTube channels, and I like to follow physicists on Twitter, and I like to stay up to date. But like, I obviously can't. I don't know like the nitty gritty details because I just never went that far. But my interest has like not waned, right? So you hear about things like quantum computing like what you're working on and it's like <laughs> yeah this stuff sounds so interesting and i have and i have i still have questions is what it comes down to and i'm sure many other people have questions and i i wanted to make space for that and you know yeah absolutely and i imagine your students as well have have some questions maybe that are um that's sort of not within the scope of the the courses right. but you kind of like want to answer yeah. them as well yeah I, yeah i want to you know i, I I give them my best understanding uh, as, you know, as I understand these things, but sometimes, you know, I'm really flying by the seat of my my (laughs) pants and it's like, I want to be passing along the right information, right? As an educator, I want to be passing along the right information. And I don't always feel confident when we talk about things like black holes. Like I, I I think I have an understanding of black holes. It's very simple, very basic, but I don't even know if that's right. And so Sure. You know, I, I wanted a, a chance to talk to somebody who knows this stuff more than <laughs> me, you know, and, and uh, I think part of it, too, is I, I want to be, you know, if I'm going to ask my students to humble themselves in my class and, you know, 
potentially expose their weak spots, their their blind spots, I should be willing to do that too. So in some small way, this is my way of admitting there are many, many things that I do not know but want to know. <laughs> Brilliant. Well that's a that's a great um that's a great little intro summary. I should also say that I am like if if in any way I can be uh, considered a sort of expert on something, it's at this tiny little microscopic part of of physics. So it's and and even then I'm like you know <laughs> not not as by no means an expert. So um, I am sort of going to endeavour to answer these questions. Um, but you know I'll do by I'll do my research and stuff beforehand to try and get the best the best answers. Um, and wait wait wait! You're not the keeper of all knowledge, Campbell. That's <laughs> if <not> only. You. <laughs> Yeah, um, that would be that would be great. I haven't sold my soul to the devil just yet, <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, you know maybe further down the track we'll get some people on that are uh, experts in in different things to you know know much more than uh, than I do about certain things. And um, yeah, and so we'll hopefully have this big array of keepers of knowledge. As you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah so. and, th- and that really gets at the heart of it for me. Is like you know I teach freshmen in high school and. Is you know we're talking 13, 14 year olds taking a physics course. So like the scope of what we can do is so like mm. it was all the physics that was figured out four hundred years ago, right? We're not we're not <laughs> cracking anything you know too new. It's mostly Galileo and Newton, and then we stop, right? Sure. And so like I'm pretty like I'm super solid on that stuff. I've been teaching a few years now, but it's also like we get to Galileo, we get to Newton, and then we basically stop. And Mm. like, I realized somewhere along the way that like, in any sense of the way that I am doing the work of a physicist, right? Because we run experiments, but they're obviously, you know, like, I'm a much better teacher and educator than I am a physics person. And which is not to say that, like, again, like, I'm really solid on the stuff that I do know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like your your the main skills that you're honing are, are the teaching ones, right? Right. Yeah. And so this is like I'm trying to I'm trying to flex all the muscles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Trying to bulk up. Campbell has a brilliant physics channel. Campbell, for, <laughs> thank I don't you know very if, much. That I don't was know. Very I, to say. I don't know the last time you updated your website, but you also have a brilliant blog that I devoured in like an entire weekend. <laughs> so. Uh, there will be links to all in the in the show notes, of course. But um, and then I just sent Campbell a, a message, expecting to hear nothing, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. So I, I guess we should say that we we don't actually sort of know each other no. in person, but yeah. Um, yeah. But we've uh, we've nevertheless started a podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> We uh, we'll, we'll get you. We'll, we'll we'll do some live shows. We'll get you here to do the. Uh, we'll, we'll make a video of the famous. You know, I'll take you to the the Empire State Building. We'll drop a penny. How did you? Why physics, Campbell? How did you get into it? Sure. Well, I um. So I don't know. I had a bit of a circuitous route to physics. I uh, I didn't really do much in high school, to be honest. Um. So, I, I mean, I did the compulsory stuff, but then um, in the later years when you could choose to do physics, I I started off doing chemistry and then kind of dropped science. <laughs> um, so, I did I did maths, um, the, the sort of like the most amount of maths that you can do. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really sort of discover a passion for physics until a bit later, maybe sort of like really late high school, um, last six months or so. 
And, you know, maybe it was a bit of a similar uh, similar story to what you have, which is that I saw some videos online and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, found some cool, uh, cool YouTube channels and things like that that um, are making amazing content and still do for the most part. And I thought uh, this sounds really interesting and particularly quantum mechanics. I think that was something that anyone going into uh, physics and, and physics communication can sort of can appreciate that that's a really interesting topic and um, really wowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, but I, I, because I didn't do it in high school, I was like, well, you know, this is just a sort of interest, right? This is just a bit of a hobby thing. And then I, I did science at university um, because I was originally wanting to go into medicine. And so I thought, you know, you do some undergrad degree first and then you do medicine for right. postgrad. But well, I, I had all these extra units, and so I thought, well, I might as well maybe do an, a beginner's level um, introductory physics course, and I quite enjoyed that. And so I was like, well, might as well continue with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just sort of, you know, one thing led to another, and uh, and then uh, physics and I fell in love. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, late, later on, you get the opportunity. Well, I'm not sure about uh, all universities, but at mine. In here in Sydney, we got the opportunity to do some research projects, and that was that was a great opportunity. So I, I sort of had the opportunity to do some um, some interesting things at more like the cutting edge, right, and right. yeah, that was really exciting. And that was also sort of quantum computing based, and yeah. And then I just I so sorry, this is turning into a bit of a long story. <laughs> no, but, no, um, no. And then we we had this this year called honors, which is like. A year where you do uh, you do some more advanced coursework and you do a, re- a big research pro- project that lasts the full year, and so I decided to do that. And th- I-, I could have done a sort of more medicine focused one, but at that point I was kind of thinking, well, maybe that's maybe I, I you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I-, I get rid of that old plan and <laughs> um, and focus on physics a bit more fully. So yeah, so I did that, and then I thought, yeah. I could go straight into a PhD uh, if I want to really want to do this physics thing, but there's so much physics out there that I haven't learned yet, and I don't really know what I want to do full time, like within my PhD, um, and whether I want to do one. So I looked for master's programs, uh, just a one-year program that uh, you could do somewhere overseas, and so I found some places in Europe and the UK. And ended up managing to. Uh, I was very lucky and got into uh, Cambridge, and so I did a, a one-year master's program there. I heard it's cool. pretty good there, Cambridge. Pretty good, I, you know. Just what I hear. <laughs> well, <laughs> the the part the program that I did was called Part Three, or it's called like Part Three of the Mathematical Tripos, or something really wanky like that. But um, <laughs> it's like this uh, really old program, and and. They at the at this sort of at you know the, these times they they're just kind of pumping through students so it's a bit of a, a degree factory if you like so it's it's really like it's a difficult experience to describe <laughs> a bit of a sink or swim like you've got to just kind of fend for yourself a little bit and and find other people that you can form study groups with and there's not a whole lot of support and things but it was an amazing experience but yeah so after that I was. I think I had a bit more of an understanding of, of what I wanted to focus on. And yeah, and so ended up uh, applying for PhDs and, and settling on one. So yeah, and that, that was, that led me here. And then COVID happened <laughs> and I had to leave uh, yeah. Cambridge and come back to home in Australia. <laughs> I mean, because you've also dipped your toes a little bit into like the SciComm world a little bit. Was that like yeah. ever, like, were you the kid, 
you know, growing up always with the the camera filming everything or, you know? <laughs> I did enjoy a bit of filming and like I, I wanted to do more than I actually did. But I I was, I did a lot of, uh, I, li- I did a lot of drama. So that was my, that was my sort of creative outlet, if you like, and music. Um, but uh, wait a second, wait a second. Music. Are, yeah. we, are we about to start an <laughs> international band, Campbell? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, well, yeah, the Question Field band. That would be exciting. That is a sick <laughs> band name, Question Field. Hold on, put the podcast on pause. <laughs> what do you What do you Absolutely. play, do you, or do you sing? What do, What do you do, man? This is. Um, well, I uh, so at school I played mostly violin and uh, piano. And I, I used to play a bit of guitar, but that was like, you know, my third instrument. And I was, a, I was not the best student, to be honest. <laughs> I would sort of like, I had too much on my plate and uh, wouldn't practice as much as I should. So I was, uh, I was, I was, yeah, I should have been better. But, uh, <laughs> but, the, uh, but the guitar was sort of um, the third one, but I do still enjoy plucking away at things when I can. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And I, I sing um, like in a choir whenever I can. <laughs> um, so it's good fun. I yeah. cannot believe you've been keeping this from me. I can't, I'm offended. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised because you know. Again, well, you, uh, no, I <laughs> I think you'd be surprised at how bad I am. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you if you want to do a, a second collab, that's um that's always on the cards. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I, I and yeah, for me too. You know, it was never it it was not love at first sight with physics for me either. Mm. I mean, I remember. I mean, you hear about physics, you hear it's a very daunting class, it's a lot of math, and Mm. when I got to, I I remember I did struggle, like, my first marking period in high school with it, but it was like, I don't know, man, once once the the math problems talk about launching rockets and catapults and you gotta airdrop supplies to the troops, you know, (laughs) it became just the most interesting thing in the, you know... That I was doing with in school, you know, it still wasn't like a passion at that time or anything, but. Yeah, I think that's the great thing about the, well, like, I I imagine it was similar for you. So, you you go into these, um, finding out about these topics, and it's a sort of hand-wavy explanation, like, particularly with Psycom, you you hear about quantum mechanics, particles are like waves and particles at the same time, and, uh, you know, Qubits can be a one and a zero at the same time, <laughs> yeah, whatever else. Right, and it's all—it's very descriptive and very mind-boggling. Or, or, or you could be like discussing rocket dynamics and things like that, and um, how to how to launch something into space. <laughs> you know, what's the ex- escape velocity and whatever. But the, again, from a sort of surface level, and then once you're sort of maybe a bit more familiar with the concepts, the maths sort of is it's not easy obviously but it 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 kind of makes a bit more sense like you've got a bit more of a grounding for it and it's so much more satisfying to find this like really deep uh level explanation and deep understanding of the stuff that you already kind of know a little bit about uh through through these descriptors yeah and yeah so that was and and the further down you get the further down the track that you get the more i found the more satisfying that is and the more amazing it is to like fully understand the reasons behind the way the world is right yeah no and like kind of to that point i I very vividly like to this day remember when we were finally doing circular motion and it was like oh 
like this explains so much about drive because I was a, a junior at the time. I had like you know I was mm. taking my driving lessons and all that. And it's like this explains why the car is doing what it does when I make a turn. And yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and, and like satellites as well. You yeah, know, yeah, and, and, and how it's all related and it, it was mm. really an eye-opening thing and then yeah of course you know as you're saying you know the, i remember one day the teacher must have been absent or something and so the as a you know the the sub puts on the one of the classic videos on on the double slit experiment and and it's like nice i cannot believe that this is like <laughs> how yeah how um and it just <laughs> <That's> right <laughs> yeah it's crazy and there's yeah, there's only so much that you can really do in high school when you're actually kind of doing a deep dive into one of those topics. Uh, there's only so far that you can go before you hit a wall of un of it being a little too too advanced or whatever. Yeah. But it's uh, but yeah, it's really cool to <laughs> get familiar with these concepts. So I guess just to explain about this podcast, I think we'll be trying to give. Uh, sort of may maybe a halfway point between like a, a surface level psychom explanation <laughs> yes. and a deep mathematical rigorous right. explanation yeah yeah uh, you know and and of course you know as we get feedback you know if, if people want mm. us to turn the dial in any particular direction uh you know let, yeah. let us know obviously um because absolutely you know we the, the show is for us we want to make it for everyone as well so accessible <laughs> yeah. absolutely and yeah, and I think we should say that there's no, like, assumed knowledge. This isn't pitched at, at uh, third-year undergrads or something like <laughs> yeah, that. It's, yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's for, hopefully for everyone yeah. who has a bit of an interest in physics. Yeah, Campbell, I don't know if you remember when I reached out to you, but I think I said something along the lines of, like, it's not that I'm a physics idiot, right? I know I'm not that. But I know yeah. enough to get myself into trouble, which is probably worse, actually. So that's kind of where <laughs> that's where I'm starting. I'm so ready to be exposed as a physics fraud uh, <laughs> on this podcast. So uh, yeah, I don't want anybody to feel like you need to know literally anything. I, I guess sure, except yeah. for being able to understand the words that we're speaking, <laughs> and, and maybe not even. That's right. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll probably be getting into trouble too. So if you notice something that I've slipped up on, he's the keeper. <laughs> he's the keeper of all knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget. But anyway, so yes, the point being, um, if I screw up with something, do let me know. Um, I will block you on Twitter. But uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and if I screw up something, keep it to yourself. <laughs> no, no, and cool. just to put a pin on the on my journey, it was. You know, teaching was also never like the, the the one job for me. It was like in the set of possible jobs. And I originally went to school for audio engineering. And the first year of it is all it's all physics. It's the physics of sound and and I just really fell in love with that. And I mean it's not a coincidence I'm still into audio stuff, like I'm literally recording Absolutely. a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so it was uh, maybe maybe like a way in. Like you already had this passion for for music, right? And and like physics is everything, right? So <laughs> there's always a way in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's all related, man. It's all the same. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a question for you. All right. Do you have? So I mean, I mean, you went into this a little bit, right? Because you're literally studying quantum computers and and that particular area of physics um mm -hmm. is there any other particular subject that like jumps out at you or is like your jam 
your physics gem? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, so many. But <laughs> <laughs> I think early on in my physics, um, in my physics infancy, I loved the ideas of quantum mechanics, but I also loved the ideas of, of general relativity. And I particularly remember this great... I feel like it's, I'm sort of revealing myself to be this sort of... I don't know what the word is. I'm not, I'm not down with the kid lingo <laughs> these days, but... <laughs> um, I uh, like a like a simpleton, I guess, <laughs> but for like just having this this uh, you know ha- having had this this in to physics within um, within videos and YouTube and things like that. Um, but it is it, they're so good. So uh, I, yeah, I, I loved them when I was when I was um, early on in the physics career, sort of thing. But anyway, so there's this this channel called PBS Space Time. Oh, and you know it? Yeah, great, oh. great, great. Mm. Do I know it? <laughs> I was in with the original host. That's how. Far yeah, back same, same. Gabe, right? Yeah, Gabe. So that's that's what I'm talking about. When like when it was still really early days, and they they had the series on special and general relativity, and presented it in this way that was not completely original, obviously, but um, but completely novel within I th- I think within that that space of like popular. YouTube YouTube video world and I yeah I just loved it so you you know we're sort of going deep dive into what is a straight line you know uh, what's a straight line in space time how does that differ when there's a mass involved um, and so you you, you do these um, you consider what are called geodesics so straight lines in a curved manifold and so like uh, the equator is a geodesic on the sphere of the Earth. And, um, you know, by, by looking at these, you can sort of get a picture for how general relativity works, like what it means to have this phenomenon of gravity without there being a force between two objects, because that's kind of what general relativity says. There's no force of gravity. There's just curvature and mass causes space-time to curve. And then the curvature of space-time tells mass how to move. So that was that was mind-blowing. And I, I loved learning about general relativity further on in my my uh sort of postgrad yeah, uh, studies yeah. and yeah apart from that so i mean quantum is is all great and quantum field theory in particular was like one of these again more <clears throat> more advanced topics that that really um tickled my interest and so to for for people that don't really know um quantum field theory is the sort of framework that underlies particle physics and a lot of condensed matter physics. Those, those are the two main areas. But basically, it's it's replacing particles with an underlying field. And a particle is a, an excitation on top of that field or an excitation within that field. So it's sort of like you've got a, a surface of a pond and a particle is a ripple in that in that water. And so, yeah, and, and quantum field theory is the mathematical framework that you use to study those situations. So that was amazing. That was really cool as well to learn about. But yeah, so those those are my uh, those are my areas that I I really loved. Apart from quantum computing and stuff as well, of course. What about you? Uh, I mean, like yeah, probably the topic that like when I learned about time dilation for real for the first time, and it was like it's just like again, just how what you know, and like yeah. I remember I got. I got so deep into thinking about it and it was like I was able to figure out for myself the disparity that an observer looking at somebody going into a black hole, how that would differ from the person going into the black hole. 
Like mm. I, I, I thought about, I thought it out, and then I checked to see if I was right, and I was right, and I was like, "Nice, that shouldn't." <laughs> <laughs> so just to to um, maybe explain it a little further. So you're talking about when someone is falling into a black hole, they uh, they don't experience any anything special when they cross the the event horizon, but somebody from far away looking at them falling into the black hole sees their clock tick slower and slower. So they see them fall slower and slower and, and they never and actually stop. see that yeah. person cross the horizon. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. That's far <laughs> out, man. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. So I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that yeah. in a future episode. Yeah. That kind of thing. It's that idea that it's that the thing that freaked me out. And that that mm. was like apt. I was freaked out by the idea that we have that internal clock, no matter what, mm. that mm. is just ticking and then everything else can be different but like you you can it's like the movie interstellar right people observe your clock to be ticking at different rates relative to their own but you you don't experience that obviously because it's it's your clock (laughs) it's always ticking at one second per second (laughs) i'm finely tuned i'm very finely tuned to me at least (laughs) it's very cool so at the moment i'm teaching well sort of we call supervising uh at Cambridge, I'm taking basically tiny tutorials with one or two other um, undergrads. And the topics we cover are classical mechanics and special relativity. And the special relativity part is so much fun to teach. It's great. It's so, <laughs> um, it's so brilliant to, to present it and, um, you know, find little fun, fun thought experiments and whatever else. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we talked about areas of interest. Do you have like a particular Achilles heel, something that is like your your blind spot? Yes, I I think when I was learning electromagnetism and electrodynamics, that was I, I think every time I learned it, I I sort of only really got it after the exam, <laughs> <laughs> like after the course had finished, and I had a bit more time to mull it over. It always confused me a bit, and that's always and that that topic is always in like the la- the final third of the semester, and it's like the professor's like, oh, I guess we <laughs> yeah. got we should probably cover this. Yeah, before yeah, you yeah go that's right. To, yeah, uh... but it's easy. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, I um I think sometimes they were, it was presented well, and I I got it a bit better. But other times, yeah, there was just a, there was a lot of maths that I like uh, differential equations. That I didn't feel comfortable with, and so I, yeah, I, I struggled a little bit. And then also, you know, I would always get confused about like, so for example, you put a charge outside of a, a dielectric, and the charges within were like an insulator or something, right? And the charges, like the electrons around uh, the atoms of that insulator, sort of respond to that charge, so they rearrange themselves to kind of screen out that charge and and. Uh, yeah, so like the electron, if it's a positive charge, the electrons are sort of attracted a little bit towards um, towards the positive charge, etc. And then the positive charge then kind of feels the yeah. the electric field that that is produced from that effect. And I, I would always get really <laughs> confused about like it. It seems like there should only you know that should only go in one direction, right? right. Like it's it, it's this bizarre kind of ping ponging effect in in my head at least. Um, so yeah, and, and it always confused me. So, um, yes, definitely electromagnetism was, uh, was, was a bit of a, I don't know, confounded me a little bit at times, but yeah. And, um, you know, within any topic, there's always something that's, uh, that's a bit difficult, but, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and and again, you know, like we were kind of saying before, the d- you could always go deeper, and it always <laughs> mm, rarely gets right, easier yeah. the deeper you go. What about you? Oh. Was there something that that confounded you? Yeah, I mean, talking about don't talk about blind spots. Optics for me mm. are it's it's not not my favorite. You know, I just <laughs> I, and I think a lot of it had to do with the vocabulary. You know, are you dealing with concave, convex? And yeah, I just could never get them straight. Yeah, I I still How get confused ironic, by that. I couldn't get them straight, right? They, you know. Um, <laughs> and then, are you Absolutely. dealing with a mirror? Are you dealing with a lens? Mm. Where are you standing? Is your image going to be flipped? Is it? And I'm just, I never really got it. And thankfully, yeah. we never, you know, we're supposed to go over that stuff a little bit in our curriculum with the the freshmen, but like, thankfully, we yeah. never get to it. So it's like. Oh, darn. What a shame. <laughs> oh. But if you really want to learn something, you got to teach it. That's what they That's what they say. Um, and then you're like, ah, I actually get this now. Th- then I'll have <laughs> to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I took that like the most, the highest level course I ever took was a, was physical chemistry two, one and two. Hmm. Uh, and it's just uh, every, everything was different. I mean, I took basically a year off from the physics side of things to get all my education classes done. Mm. And if you're not doing differential equations every day, you, you lose it. Or so is my experience. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. qualitatively, I did fine in that class. But when it came time to describe things uh, quantitatively, you know, with... Yeah. mathematical expressions yeah, challenge that, that's where it fell apart uh <laughs> yeah but you know oh fair enough yeah i i think yeah as you say you, you've really got to be practicing um fairly regularly to just get the techniques ingrained in your head sort of fine if you've had if you've had a bit of time to do that over you know over a year or whatever um and then you maybe take a break you can say like oh yeah i sort of remember how to do this but um at least my experience was always that <laughs> there was this mad rush to the exam to just to get everything uh, prepared and make sure you understand everything and then as soon as the exam finished classic you you kind of forget everything oh, <laughs> so, yes. oh yeah. yeah 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 so that those are <laughs> those are where i mm. suffered mightily anyway campbell th- this has been really good i want to kind of cap things off the way that i cap things off with my freshmen i usually to get to know them a little better on the first day I asked mm-hmm. them a series of very important, very serious questions, and I thought I would <laughs> um, throw some of them your way as well. All right. Right. Okay. Uh, so rapid. I mean, you can go. You can explain as much as you want or not. Right. There's okay. no right or wrong answer, except sometimes there is. Um, <laughs> here's the first one. Uh, Campbell, okay. is yogurt a soft solid or a thick liquid? Um, I'm going to say a thick liquid. You know, there's there's a field of condensed matter physics, which is not a quantum side of the field mm-hmm. that deals with soft matter. Mm-hmm. And um, sounds like my body. <laughs> yeah. All soft matter. So they deal with things like non-Newtonian fluids, and uh, so like cornstarch and water. And then I think they would also deal with fluids like yogurt. So I would have to ask somebody, a, an expert in that field, but. Uh, as a non-expert myself, I'm saying definitely a soft liquid. <laughs> hey, well, you know, now we're going to have an entire episode just on talking about yogurt, and it's going to make me starved. All right, question yeah, number wonderful. two. <laughs> Would you rather spend two months anywhere in the world or 10 minutes on the moon? Definitely 10 minutes on the moon. I mean, I, well, I guess, what's the ramifications? Like, if I, if I spend the 10 minutes on the moon, can I still travel after that? 
<laughs> Maybe that's sort of defeating the purpose of the question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, or am I confined to my hometown? Afterwards? Uh, no, I mean you could obviously. Uh, so maybe let's say let's sweeten the deal. It's like two months anywhere in the world, all paid. Like you don't need to worry about yeah. anything. Mm. Oh, that's that's hard. Like I I really love traveling and uh, sort of getting immersed in a in a culture and things like that. Right, right. But I mean, come on. <laughs> it's on the, the moon. moon the moon like yeah. how many people have have had the experience so uh yeah if i if i could i would i would go on the moon even just into space that'd be amazing um i'm, I'm very surprised that the two people starting a physics podcast would want to go to the <laughs> yeah. moon um yeah i would want to go to a place that is <laughs> thousands and thousands tens of thousands millions of miles away from uh from other humans <laughs> <laughs> yeah hot dogs are they a sandwich or are they not a sandwich a hot dog is uh, are we, we're talking about a, a a sausage in a bun, yeah, not like ha- a. You, I mean, you have hot dogs in Australia. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. We do, but uh, don't don't you call? Am I just making this up that there's another thing called a hot dog, which is just like the sausage? Uh, are you or thinking that- of a corn dog? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe I'm. That's just. Oh, I just googled corn dog. These they look disgusting, as disgusting as I remembered. <laughs> oh, thanks, Campbell, for bringing this back <laughs> into my life. I've never had one, so I, I can't. I can't comment. I think I should have one just for the experience. <laughs> yes. Well, a hot dog is. Um, I mean, if yeah, if you want to categorize everything, if you want to be the, you know. Just if you if you don't want to stick it to the man, yeah, sure, he's a sandwich, but. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Go on. I, I well, no, <laughs> hot dog's yeah. a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I forget where I heard this once, but somebody said, when prompted with this exact question, that if you have content between carbohydrates, it's a sandwich. Yeah. And I was like, that yeah. sounds that sounds right. So I've been going with that. And so by that definition, hot dogs would be a sandwich. I don't know if this is a, a common thing worldwide, but we in Australia have. When, whenever we have a barbecue, you don't go, you don't necessarily go all out and get some nice buns. You just get bread, like mm-hmm. white bread. <laughs> and then you have uh, sausages and blankets, which is just a, you know, a sausage in the bread with some right. tomato sauce and onions. Right. And so that feels much more sandwichy to me um, because, you know, sandwiches, like, you, generally speaking, you have some, some sandwich bread rather than like a hot right. dog bun. Right. But yeah. So if, if it's content within carbs, is a burrito a sandwich? I suppose so. I suppose so. Uh, I, that feels that feels dirty. Um, is, people are gonna. This is what all of our first reviews. Which please review us yeah. wherever you can review. Get that in there. Um, this is what all of our reviews are going to be about. Is yelling at us saying that burritos are not sandwiches. But I, I guess absolutely. So. I guess so. I apologize to the people of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So moving images on the internet, right? Do you pronounce it GIF or GIF? I feel like the first way that you said that was was specifically trying to get me not to what? say that one. What is it? GIF or GIF? <laughs> um, firstly, I said GIF, and then I started changing to to GIF, and and then people started telling me I was an idiot. So now I don't know what to think. <laughs> uh, I I think we go the middle ground and and do your one, uh, which is what GIF. i'm gonna have to listen back to that audio i i believe i say gif okay because it's isn't it based on the the g is graphical right 
And so, not that yeah, I'm a but- language person. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I swear there are acronyms that just ignore their their um, points of origin. So, I, I don't know if that's a... If that's a good if enough that's a great argument. argument. I mean, <laughs> well, listen, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not a language person. And, and all the mm. evidence you know you need to know of that is that I refer to myself as being a language person. <laughs> so. Okay, good. Here's another one. Okay. Laser is an acronym, right? Right. It, st- it stands for, uh, I think, light amplification from stimulated emission of radiation, something like that. And so, the S is stimulated, uh, but it's mm, laser. Mm. And it's also amplification, not amplification. I did just hear you pronounce uh, in our discussion about hot dogs, uh, tomatoes. Can you say tomato again? I say tomato. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You literally say tomato, and I literally <laughs> say we are. <laughs> well, we'll have to call the whole thing off, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to find many, many of those uh, fun. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, anachronisms, many, many what the, are, ring, you know, ring, whatever. Little, yeah, yeah, linguistic differences between yeah. us. <laughs> all right. Final question. For, okay. Save the best for last. All right. Let's say that they invent, they, you know, you know, they, let's say that they invent <laughs> the dream VCR. All right. They're pretty and, clever, those they. Right. <laughs> they always are. We have a dream VCR, but the only the only condition, right, is that you can watch you can watch your dreams, right? But the condition is that your friends and family have to, you know, they have to be in the room watching it with you, right? So, do, would you use such a device? I can't make an informed decision of this because <clears throat> on this on this topic because I very rarely remember my dreams, so <laughs> I I don't know what horrors there could be to to observe. <laughs> So it would be taking a bit of a gamble, but uh, but if you know if I can't remember them, uh, maybe they can't hurt me. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I have plausible deniability. I don't know how dreams work. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll live on the edge a little bit. Interesting. I think I would go for it too. I mean, again, not that I tend to remember my dreams all that often, but mm. they're dreams. I I don't choose what I dream. <laughs> you about. don't choose them. Yeah, that's right. So. I mean, like, would I be uncomfortable if there was something weird and my parents saw? I mean, yeah, of course. But <laughs> I, I think it would be, I think that weird, like, on balance with cool stuff, hmm. I, yeah, I, I'd absolutely. go for it. I'd, I'd take that risk at least once, at least once. And then I would keep gambling until the, the weird, <laughs> I had, yeah. you have one bad trip and, and you, you call it off. <laughs> I think the consolation is that uh, most people aren't very interested in other people's dreams. Yeah. So they'll probably yeah. just tune out. They won't even, they won't even care. <laughs> yeah. And plus, you know, you're going to get invited to their dream VCR viewing too. So, so you can feel uncomfortable as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode uh, zero of question field thank you so much for listening we have plenty more in the can yeah plenty more ideas to come up i think yeah we should say these these rapid fire questions were just a bit of fun they're not (laughs) we're not going to be solely answering questions along the lines of our hot dogs a sandwich right but um yeah so so maybe the next episode uh i think we were uh thinking of something along the lines of dimensions dimensions how are they and how deep do they go 
The the answer is all the way is how far they go. (laughs) All the way. So yeah, please send us your your questions. We'd be happy to take a crack at them. Or let me let me let me. Campbell will take a crack at them, and then I will see if I understand and if (laughs) if I can find a way to explain it. (laughs) So yeah, we we might be um, pre-recording a few podcasts, so we we maybe can't get to your questions straight away, but eventually we will be endeavoring to answer as many as we can so if you yeah if you have some questions that you want answered um listen you, and yeah your question yeah. has already been answered in space time we just have not experienced <laughs> up to it yet so it has been it's already been answered you've already, already asked it. yeah so yeah, yeah it's it's coming we just haven't experienced it yet so, so what are you asking for i mean it's, it's, <laughs> the information's right there come on exactly exactly <laughs> so <laughs> but thank you so much please uh Reviews help. We'll have some kind of social media presence by the time this all launches. So all yeah. the links will be in the show notes. And until next time, everybody, this has been Question Field. You've been listening to Question Field. Question Field is a game media production and is produced by its hosts, Campbell McLaughlin and Brian Buchanan. For more information, please check us out on Instagram at QuestionFieldPod, on Twitter at QuestFieldPod, and on TikTok at QuestionField. If you have a question you'd like to submit or would simply like to leave a message, please send us an email at QuestionFieldPod at gmail.com. Recently, the James Webb Telescope discovered five new stars located in the review section of your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening.